0: This is Michael Oku, and you are listening to Wrestle In. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ocean Cyclone Show, your all-Joshi podcast on the Wrestle In network. Be sure to tune in for future episodes, as well as our other shows, Flight of Five, New Japan, Pure Vision, and the upcoming All Elite Listening. Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month to gain early access to some of these, as well as our Patreon exclusive show, Into the Wrestleverse, which comes out each and every week. Now, that's the plugs out of the way. I'm very excited to be back here with the boys on the Ocean Cyclone show for a new episode. For you guys listening, it's been about a month. Uh, but what you guys don't realise is our schedules are nowhere near as convenient as that. We've basically gone, uh, we're not doing the math specifically, but it's essentially been two months since we've all come together and shattered and just sort of sat down and do what we do best. Uh, so I'm very excited to be back here. And as always, I'm joined by the man of a 1004 shows recently recovering from COVID. So hopefully he's at the top of his game. Scott Edwards, good to have you back on board, mate.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm here. I'm ready to fight. I mean, I'm ready to talk nicely with everyone. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a long time. Happy to see everyone. Oh, well, I'm seeing you guys. No one else is seeing you, which just you picture know. three handsome faces and uh, you're seeing what we're
0: seeing in our Zoom call right now. It's
1: a good point. That's a good point. Um, maybe, maybe
0: two faces.
1: Uh, I'll let uh, you I guys just, decide I which is the to, ugly mug in the three. I just need to get over my agendas. Um, Hazuki's the best um stardom's better than every other promotion in the world five stars already the tournament of the year and uh, yeah that's it, that's it.
0: cool uh, you can go then because you've said everything you want to say today
1: yep yep i'm done <laughs> uh, so, yeah. and of course yeah, have a good
0: one everybody yep yeah, ya uh, so now scott's buggered off he's uh finished his suzuki agenda for the month uh of course i'm also <laughs> joined by our flight of five host and resident TJPW expert, which could come in handy today, uh, given some of the topics we have. Uh, Over the next month, of course, you can check out his series of interviews he's done with some of TJPW's top talent. Ryan, how are you going, man?
2: I'm good. Uh, Just like Scott, glad to be back. Glad to be talking some wrestling. Um, People who can speak my Joshi language.
0: Well, we can speak some of your language. Uh, (laughs) I don't think we agree on every single topic that you'll uh, be pushing forth. Um, both of you guys have actually been going nuts with interviews. Apparently while we've been on this sort of month and a half, two month hiatus, you guys have used it to talk to professionals and get insights. And I've just kind of been playing Gran Turismo 7. So, um, which, uh, which of the interviews you've done recently have you most enjoyed taking part with? I will go with you first, Ryan. Um,
2: first I want to, I want to say just shoot your shot, you know, in terms of interviews or things you want to do i've had so many times where i asked for an interview and i'm like they're not going to say yes you you don't know until you try right like let's let's you just shoot it shoot your shot um and i was i mean speaking of that i was surprised i asked tokyo joshi hey who can i interview someone and i gave them four names and they came back with you have all four of them four for four <laughs> like let's do this um I would say though, Maki Ito, not surprisingly, Mm. had the most like flavor and character in her responses. Uh, And on the uh, the flip side, Raku, uh, very short and to the point. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I just stressed that one out a little bit more, a little little tougher. I had had, had some adjectives in the uh, descriptive parts. (laughs) Absolutely. And what about
0: you, Scott? Because you obviously you've been jumping all over the place. You've interviewed Nomad, you've interviewed Ice Ribbon. And recently you've been jump jumping on the stardom train.
1: Yeah. Um who's my favorite? I don't know. I like them all. I'm gonna start Tam? with that. Gonna like them all. Tam, Tam's probably I feel the best. like that was
0: the big interview in terms of like reactions yeah. and
1: Tam was probably the best in terms of the written interviews because mm. She she delivered answers that I expected her to, right? Like she gave full paragraph responses and you know, telling picking Makito out of everyone that she can <laughs> wrestle. Just like, yeah, that's who I want to wrestle. Um, which got a lot of people talking, obviously. I, I mm. had multiple people ask me, is this actually gonna happen? I was like, I don't know, probably not. Like TBW <laughs> doesn't do that, so mm. I want to give my hopes up, but that one and then um the Miyu Yamashita one was just a uh unique experience in itself getting to talk to her and you know kind of go back and forth which you know all these written interviews it's hard to do even though tam's like tam's came out so well that it felt like we were going back and forth but that was Mm -hmm. not the case and she talked in third person named the tam road so like it's hard to (laughs) not love what tam did there but yeah i love i love every single one of them it's been a lot of
0: fun well, hopefully uh, the interviews keep coming. You guys are doing tremendous work getting uh, more not only more eyes on the product, but getting people an insight because, unfortunately, a lot of the interviews are Japanese, um, which makes sense, and we rely on people to translate them. And there's some fantastic people translating out there, but it's nice when you can get some actual you know, English interviews, the the meat and potatoes of this soul to actually get going. So sure. uh, on behalf of the rest of the Joshi community, thank you. Uh, And I'm looking forward to seeing even more of them, be them on WrestleIn or on Fightful, in your case, Scott, um, or any of the other places that inevitably uh, call upon your services. But it's been nearly two months since we've been on the air. So what we have to ask, as we do every single month, what have you been enjoying the most uh, since we've been gone? Uh, Ryan, I'll start with you. I suspect
1: (laughs)
3: we're
0: not doing, is it Kelly Clarkson?
1: Yes, that that's Kelly, right. nearly that, Kelly Rowland. Is it Kelly Clarkson? Come on, why
0: well, don't he's know, pretending
2: but, not to know what is f- super like,
0: fan Is it that she made American Idol or something? Oh, wow,
2: why he like American Idol? Not made it's
0: been a won. long ass time,
1: mm-hmm. and then that song is a banger. So, what's your point? It's okay, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd say banger.
2: Oh, we have, do we have debate already? We have dissension. um i will um, say
0: delivered a mortal wound to scott right there yeah
2: unexpected right away obviously the five star right -hmm. has been awesome but um i i will i will head somewhere else with my answer as it's been all year i really love the work of team 200 kilograms Mm -hmm. hashimoto and you like just so consistent they hit people so hard they work so fast that's just my jam um and recently, well, it came out more recently, but July fifteenth, they, they had a match against uh, Sasamura and Mizunami, which was just a, yet another banger. Like they just they've been killing it this year. I'm loving it. I wish they could wrestle more often on more shows, but when they do, they they bring it.
0: Are we expecting them for the Tag League now that used popped her face in Stardom as the Grim Reaper?
1: I wouldn't get my hopes
2: fingers up. crossed.
1: Fingers crossed, but no hopes. I won't be getting my
0: hopes up for
2: that <laughs> No. There's only not, not interesting
0: I... teams they could do for that. Um, like, even Momoka and uh, Waka Sukiyama, I'd love to see them team up for the tag league. Because that's, like, that's a team you can throw in and you don't have to worry about giving mm. them tons of wins because yeah. Waka can just lose like she does in every other match. But, like, it'd be... I know they've got the Colors team as well that they're Galsy probably going to chuck in, but I really like Waka and Momoka together. Like, she unlocks waka i think more than anyone else
1: so you're dying on the hill of waka and momoka you could have picked any tag team in joshi and you're dying on the hill of waka sukiyama and momoka hanazono i mean yes. look it's
0: not a particularly tall hill uh but i'm not that fit so i can only <laughs> not, climb there's not many wins either there's not many wins either uh I, right. like, I mean, I like you've got Hazuki who's refusing to bloody lose in the five. Is not refusing? Run, it's just being, the, it's
1: just being the best, okay? All right, I'm not gonna. Do, we're not doing this. This is not part of the show. What have you been enjoying? So, Are we just gonna say Hazuki's five star run? Oh well, uh, thanks for asking, Trent. Finally, uh, well, what I kind have of I been did. enjoying? I've enjoyed, obviously, the five star. Like Ryan said, you know. Hazuki's run has been nothing but fantastic i think the entire five star you know mm-hmm. you watch a show you expect at least one great match which is just a lot of fun because i don't think many tournaments can do that um and now we're adding into the second half which has more which has stronger matches than the first half debatably mm-hmm. which is crazy to think but I think I will also leave stardom here because I have, I'm sure Trent's going to say the five-star too and then he'll maybe pick something else after the fact. But I think Hikaru Shida's run in Japan has been really cool. Um, yes. Her coming over, having big matches over the past month alone. She's wrestled Ibuki Hoshi in Ice Ribbon. She's wrestled Suzu Suzuki in Pro Wrestling Wave. Of course, won the Regina DeWave Championship. Is now defending that AEW, which is really cool. Um, I think more Shida here in Japan is a win for everyone. I think she just brings eyes to promotions, which is great, and she's having great matches, which is also cool. And I know Riho's on her way to Gato move. Hopefully, yes, she is. Riho follows her up and does more than just Gato move because I would love to see Riho uh, start wrestling again too because you know she's so talented and still so young, so it'd be a shame to you know have her continuously miss months at a time uh, when she could do something like Shida's doing and getting great matches and just taking part in some of the more fun feuds for these promotions.
0: Yeah. Obviously there's been so many opportunities now for wrestlers to go back and forth between the U S and Japan. So yeah, you know, wrestlers like Sheeta and Riho who might be primarily kind of putting their focus in on AEW In the past, like, they have been a bit restricted. If they're not getting booked in AEW, they're just kind of stuck there. But now they can come back to Japan and do their thing. Mm. I'm really excited for Riho in uh, Gato Move. Like, I'm not the biggest Riho fan. Like, I appreciate what she does, but a lot of people hold her up as one of the best Joshi. I wouldn't quite go that far myself. Um, But I I really really enjoy her in Gato Move. I think it opens up a lot of potential. And really, like, Gato Move itself has... Been a little bit quiet lately because they've been missing shows due to COVID. Bailey and Aki have been in America at the moment, so they've lost their primary English language guy kind of running things. But uh, it'll be nice to sort of see they're coming towards the Ghetto Move 10th anniversary show. And that's going to be really fun seeing lots of people come together. Like Gia Koshikala, who was uh, recently in New Blood 4, finally fulfilling my personal wish in the (laughs) sort of New Blood shows and showcasing up-and-coming talent and non-stardom people she finally made it on board a lot of fun that was one of the best new blood shows i thought from top to bottom and also in terms of just pure storytelling um me my you know, if we're talking most exciting things from the past month look i'm gonna be the basic bitch and i'm going to <laughs> say the five-star grand prix you guys have alluded to it um, uh-huh. but like when we're talking what's happened in the month of august in joshi first and foremost it is the five-star grand prix Um, Not only have they been putting on fantastic shows, a bunch of great matches, just look at the crowds they've been bringing in. Like, Carleton Hall has not been that full this year for any single promotion. To, To get those numbers, they've had to do, like, the AJPW New Japan Combined show. And in the space of one month, Stardom have just matched that number by themselves in the span of a couple of weeks. So it's kind of crazy how well they're doing you know, some of these promotions are now opening up to 50% capacity so they can get cheering and the vocal stuff, which obviously is really exciting. But when Stardom's drawing 1,500 people in Currican Hall on multiple shows in a single month, I can understand why they don't want to bring in the restrictions so they can get cheering because you're selling double the seats and they're not yeah. cheap seats. Um, but that's just the popularity of the product right now. So, you know, whether you're excited that Hazuki is. Demolishing the crew right now, and obviously that might change in time because she's due for a loss. I don't see her doing the Okada and going to undefeated as much as Scott would like that. Um, but like, there's been so many other fantastic performances through this tournament. Um, you know, I don't want to list them because we'll leave people off the card uh, mm-hmm. and you're off the next just list them Tournament, no, okay, Inagi <laughs> Sayaka, okay, we're done. Um but the, the entire second half of this tour, of this uh, tournament is going to be even more exciting because Suzuki still got like seven, eight, nine matches to wrestle. Um, that alone is like that was what we were really excited for a lot when we were coming into this tournament. She's still got yeah. so much to come forward to. So,
2: I'm And really you get the finals too. Yes. I mean, obviously that that's going to be huge. Um, that's be man, massive. The, the, the quality of matches have been so good. But then you have like I don't know where you guys are, but I have two, like, seriously, one of my favorite matches of the year coming out of there. Julia mm-hmm. and Starlight Kid. Oh, that was great. I don't know how you... I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh, oh, love it, love it. Um, and then Suzuki versus Mirai, to me, is one mm-hmm. of my, my favorites. Like, Just what the G1 wasn't, I feel like the five-star has been. Mm. We,
0: we can't go a single episode without doing a subtle a trash. Japan, can a we? trash. We, we've got a
1: jab, we've got a jab up at the number one promotion in Japan. If it helps, it wasn't close, it's not even close. <laughs> like, like we're, we're only halfway through the five star, and it's not even mm. close. Like, I'm sorry, the final two nights of the G1 aren't saving that tournament, mm-hmm. it just, it's not happening. We're on uh, the same page, it, then. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement with Ryan. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the year besides the ones that were named here, are Hazuki and Julia on the opening night. Oh, and that was yes, absolutely yes. phenomenal. It'll be forgotten probably by the end of this because there's mm. just so many amazing matches to go. But I thought that was fantastic, exactly what it needed to be. Help that they main evented too. I think uh, that just added more to it. Um, I guess I don't think when my two seconds of walking away, I think it's worth bringing up though. Uh, but there's a... IWGP women's championship on the way.
0: Yes, we didn't uh, actually
1: mention that, did we? That's kind of crazy. I feel like that's a very exciting but interesting topic point here because obviously we're sitting here. We know two of the international entries, Mm -hmm. not the big Mm -hmm. one though. Uh it seems that the big one who gets the buy could be anyone still. Mm -hmm. Um, and is probably gonna be the one representing that night, if I had to guess. Um, but of course, um, Alpha Female, former World of Stardom champion, and Ava White, I believe, is the other one. Yes. Um, Pro UK, uh, regular, right? And then the stars, Oedo Tai, Donna Del Mondo, and Queen's Quest will all be mm-hmm. represented in the tournament. So, you um, cannot draw sticks to save her life, no, apparently. No, she can't. It's okay because Mariah would have been champion if that were the case. Um, So that's, you know, maybe dodge a bullet there, but it's very exciting. I think (laughs) it's very exciting because we also know that the first IWGP women's title defense will be happening at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. a lot to like here. There's a lot. And that's only a one night event now. So, yes, which is a win in itself
0: yeah yeah but it also opens up like any you're not going to get people watching one night and not the other and missing the show like if you're watching Wrestle Kingdom you're seeing this IWGP Women's Championship on the line you Mm -hmm. know they're going to we don't know who's going to win the championship we have our theories um but you know they're going to be putting on a particularly nice match for that one because they know how important a showcase that Wrestle Kingdom really is Uh, yep so it's exciting and the belt looks cool they've gone with the version 2 design that um you know Hashimoto was famous for Eugene. Nagata held quite a bit. It's a beautiful design. I was I hoping that would do an imitation of the version 4, but I think everyone kind of knew that would maybe piss off a few of the
1: Yuji diehards
0: who were missing that design.
1: They didn't want the women's title to look 20 times better than the world title, so they were mm-hmm. like, okay, listen scale it back 10 times instead mm. like let's we, want, we don't want it that great but and i love the stars on the side too like mm. that it, it's a great it's a great looking belt we haven't seen the it's one of the more dangerous
0: belts to wear though i feel like the that's little, probably true the crowns jutting up like <laughs> obviously the stardom on talent are all very uh toned, it's okay Mayu. but Vail, if you had a midriff you're in trouble
1: you had it's a muffin okay.
0: top you're uh drawing blood on that thing it'll be it'll yeah. be
1: hanging off of Mayu, anyways it's okay yeah. yeah luckily it's and not she'll, us. she'll leave it on a train and
0: uh just chaos exactly. the shoot. and the title will never be seen again exactly speaking of chaos if i can segue to the main topic of today um we've already had a little bit of jousting going Godo
1: is over oh sorry
0: <laughs> speak speak your heart scott because that's Rock what we are doing cut today Uh, the gloves are off the fists are up and the hot takes will be fresh out of the oven we're doing a what a counterpoint debate series now if you're wondering where the name comes from last year on WrestleIn, uh ryan and i had a little series we had a couple of articles go out which were called what a counterpoint where we took a topic and we debated it back and forth i think the two topics were should momo watanabe leave stardom and what is stardom's mount rushmore um, so we debated that. I won both of those uh, challenges, but we're back in audio form and we've so brought casual. on our most,
2: right? So casual with the, uh, I won those.
0: Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. know, we, we can't debate facts like that. That's just true. Yeah. Um, but we brought our yeah. most vocal member of the OCS on board to join us with this particular one. Um, so Excuse what me. are the rules of what a We have six questions at least. Um, if, if we have definitive answers, we may have to pull out some backup ones, but we have six questions. Each person will be going, <laughs> basically, uh, two, three sets of two questions, one for each sort of combination of us. One person will be adjudicating. Uh, we'll be giving about 60 to 90 seconds of uninterrupted time for each person to make their opening case. And then, basically, the floor is open, uh, whoever's loudest, and eventually the adjudicator will call a close to this. You'll each get a final statement to make. And then it will be decided by the adjudicator. Obviously, to those of you listening at home, you can put forth who you believe one as well. Uh, but for the sake of this podcast, because we're not doing it on a live stream, uh, the adjudicator will probably be making the call. I would encourage whoever is judging. Obviously, we have our own opinions. Try and give the award based on the best arguments. So if if the question was, who's better, Mo Iwatani or Wakasukiyama. I think we would all agree that Maya would win that in just a base question. But if the person arguing for Waka actually did a better job, yeah, that's the off then. Yeah, no, we'll what? yeah. see what happens. <laughs> that is not one of the questions. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that one. Uh, we're spread a little bit across the type of question to expect. Some of these will be civil, I suspect. Some of them will be like, that's a good argument, gentlemen, shake of the hand. Some of these may turn to virtual blood. Um, we will see. Uh, no promises and that they'll be safe but we're all friends here i'd like to think that we'll be able to do an episode next month and there'll be no lingering feelings but listen it depends how rough it gets
1: so i won't so. go after either of you i'm going after companies here mm-hmm. i'm going like nothing against you two i'm just yeah. starting that off this is this is all about you'll see you'll see <laughs> yeah, it'll, very early too. So.
0: Obviously the question is isn't who is the better um article writer or member of OCS it's all about the topic at hand that's that's just good yeah, to try to win here not lose you, you don't add, it's, it's an ad hominem you don't attack the person you attack the the topic right exactly know, but yeah i'm not that smart um,
2: which probably won't come in hand.
0: by the way did any of you guys do debating in school not even a little not a little
2: just um a little within like economics or history class. Oh, so but, not like, um, yeah, but not like, um, yeah, not like competitive team. debate. <laughs> was cap- yeah, yeah. <laughs> was yeah. Cap- it,
0: it wasn't like that episode of community where you were defending your school or anything.
2: It was not. I did, I, I didn't put enough effort into school to, um, to be around for that. <laughs> I that.
0: relate to that all too much.
2: You're um, a teacher, so, was, so that's even better. So, I understand <laughs> the kids who, who just don't care. I'm like, I was you. Yeah, but, but
0: you don't you don't encourage him to stay that way. You you no. don't go him and be like, look at me. I'm, it's
2: fine. I'm the person you
1: should aspire <laughs> to <today." laughs> be. No, fine. Good, you'll be fine. You'll be fine.
0: So Ryan and Scott, are you both ready to uh put your debate hats on? <sighs>
3: yes, yeah, sir. Sure.
0: That that was just oozing confidence. Um, I'll probably you lose guys are them first up. Okay.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> no. probably lose them all. It's okay.
0: Well, I mean, you're used to losing on this show, Scott.
1: Because <laughs> Shut up.
0: So I'm letting you guys go first because I've got to warm up to this being the defending trivia champion. I'm presuming that talent will move through to debating, but we will see. So the first question is going to be debated between Ryan and Scott. And the question is what was TJPW's biggest mis- misstep? Maki Ito not winning the Princess of Princess title last year or Miyu Watanabe not winning the Princess Cup this year. Uh, Ryan, which side will you be debating?
2: I will be arguing about Miyu Watanabe losing this year. That's my side. And Scott, I you'll be doing that Maki one, Ito, correct?
1: Yeah, I could debate both if you, <laughs> you really want me to. <laughs>
2: I, I
0: think
1: got, the side shouldn't be
0: too surprising on this one. We ha- we've had Scott rant about the Maki Ito def- the situation several times on this Wonder, show. failure. And Ryan, of course, has written an entire article on how they botched the Princess Cup final. So you guys That's are true. experienced on this particular topic. You're coming in, you've done the hard work, you've done the training. I'm
1: going I to. I already make- want to start this by saying no one's wrong. No one's wrong here. Well, that defeats the entire I, the, point of it. Well, I'm it's biggest. A- that's, 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 well, I'm not calling a draw called, on this Scott. Well, that's why it's called biggest misstep. So you're you're just going to say what which one was worse? Yes. And I'm just saying they that's were both the idea terrible. of biggest misstep. I didn't say truly which awful. one was a misstep? The fact that we have to have this conversation is a misstep by Never. Right. Are, are you questioning True. my questions? No, no, no. He's
0: questioning Tokyo Joshi Pro. This is the very first question we've got. You're already. Arguing semantics.
1: Come on, guys. I'm not arguing you. I'm arguing them, the system here. The system being TJPW. Not,
2: not the trend. system.
1: Rage against the Teej. Not the Trent system. I'm, I'm all on the trend system. The Trent system is perfect. I, I agree. I agree. Yes. I agree. It's so perfect that you should pick me. Well, okay. I you- mean, I want to hear debates.
0: I'm, a, I'm an you, honorable you- judge. I... I- Some would suspect I can be bribed, but none of you guys have sent me any money. So as far as I'm concerned, this is an even battle. Now, if I get a PayPal donation from one of you guys halfway Mm. through the question, I will show my bias. But until then, (laughs) this Mm. is fair and down the middle. So because Scott's already trying to woo me with that, I'm going to let Ryan open up the debate. So for the next minute or so, uh, we can't interrupt. Uh, So go ahead, my friend. The floor is yours. Why was Maki Ito the biggest misstep?
2: No, I, tonight, I, I'm, t- I'm taking the other one. But all right. Yeah. It's all right. I, I do have I, to. I'm abuse. happy
1: I know where you stand, though. I'm happy He's I know already where you there.
2: stand. Already there I'll try to convince him. Okay. So, Maki Ito, she has stuff on her mantle, right? She's more established without winning the title. She's been international champion. She's won the Princess Cup. She's the bigger name abroad, right? She didn't need the title as much as I felt Miu did. Miyu is like on the rise, about to be a made woman. There was this moment they had like a Jericho moment where Jericho for 15 years has been telling us that he beat The Rock and Steve Austin on the same night. And Miyu was about to have that, where she could say, I got Nakajima, I got Sasaki and Yamashita in the same tournament. That would have been career changing. It just threw her into the elite and they didn't pull the trigger. And I'm a little scared, that when contract season comes around, she's going to pull them awry and say, I can go somewhere else. Okay. So that's a good opening debate.
0: I won't lie. If uh, Miu went to stardom, I won't be disappointed at all. Um, but that's not the question here. So, Scott, your, your <clears throat> opening retort. I could see you were very excited <clears throat> during that. So
1: uh, let's, well, yeah, let's hear it, it. I was cheering for stardom in that end of that conversation. <laughs> but uh... all right. Okay. So. The reason Maki Ita not winning the Princess of Princess Championship was the biggest misstep in TJPW history is because they have this major story. They have a legitimate major story that has so many people invested. People want to see her win, right? They've wanted to see Maki to win that title, not for two days, because, you know, she had a great match with Miu Yamashita the night before, like Miyu Watanabe. Not, not a month. No, no, no. People wanted to see her get that moment. Everything about Maki Ito's story is she's the failed idol. She just can't get it done. Add in the fact she can't beat Miyu Yamashita, but she wins the Princess Cup. She showed earlier in January that year. She was getting closer to beating her best friend, her friend, her tag team partner, but she wasn't there yet. Enter Wrestle Princess 2, right? All eyes on this show. Everyone's watching. Every Joshi fan, they are invested in this match. I included. This was, to me, the most important TJPW match in history. That alone. And don't get me wrong, I think it's the greatest TJPW match in history. But here's the problem she didn't win, and you ruin the story for good. Because instead of Maki Ito winning that title, completing that story, and having a run, instead, instead what we did instead was Miyu Yamashita lost the title to Shoko Nakajima? For what reason? What did that do? That didn't help TJPW. That didn't make them better. If anything, it made me less interested in the product. You had the perfect story of Maki Ito going from here. To hear becoming the champion, beating the one person she can't beat for the title, and you ruined it. And now, when Makito beats Miyamashia, it's not going to mean any, the same if it's not for the title. And it's going to be too late. Going to be too late. Speaking of too late, that went a little over the minute or minute and a
0: half, but that's okay you said, because well, there was passion. Thank you, thank you. Thank I you. wasn't actually timing. I'm just looking. I at expect the an
1: Oscar to be fair. So
0: no um but maybe you can win an oscar with this head-to-head debate the door the doors are now open and the floor is now open um so let's hear. obviously try not to talk completely over one another because this is an audio podcast and we don't want people to lose their ears but feel free to <laughs> debate back and forth i'm gonna chill here with my water
2: i just feel fight. puppets fight i wow, just he cut, feel he cut you off i just want to I know. <laughs> Competing against trent as well um I feel just more confident that they'll eventually give Maki Ito that moment. It, it, I you? think the timing is wrong. More confident than they'll give it to Miyu. Hmm. I, I, I just feel like in their tier system, Maki is higher. Okay. I don't know if they fully trust Watanabe, but I know they believe in Ito. They're just taking their damn time, okay. which is a problem for sure. Um, I'm going to let you have a second there.
1: All right, okay, so I'll come back at you. Do you know what Miyu Watanabe has already done that Maki Ito hasn't? Defeated Miyu Yamashita. True. Already one step ahead in that retrospect. Winning the International Princess Championship, I don't think that means much. That title's gone right now. It's in, it's in England with Alex Windsor. So to me, that doesn't mean that much. And I think Maki Ito, truthfully, truthfully, has loved everything about coming to the U S and going international. I think that's just the truth. And I don't know how much she's going to be around in the long term. Is she a key part of TJPW? Absolutely. But they still favored a pillar over her much like Miyu Watanabe. And now I don't know one. I don't know if either of them are going to win. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just never going to try to believe that, but Makito missed the princess cup. Completely missed it because what did she do? She went to the United States for a GCW show. To me, it's missed. She's moved on. She seems like that's not her biggest goal anymore. Her biggest goal in TJPW is just to beat Miyu Yamasha. And I feel like that story should have been completed a year ago. And now we're sitting here. I don't even know if Makito's is going to have a prominent match on Wrestle Princess 3.
2: I think part of the reason... I'm trying to understand their thinking, which is difficult. <laughs> know. But like, maybe they were like, we, we know she's going to the States. She's going to do all these dates. We don't necessarily want the champion leaving. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to crown her just yet. So in my head, I think they're j- delaying it with Maki Ito, which is a mistake in itself. But I don't have enough evidence that the Miyu run wasn't just a, a blip. I've seen Maki Ito be presented more prominently, more, more main events and, and such. So, not super confident either, but I'm more confident with Ito.
1: Okay, that's fair. Okay, so to go against your, oh, she might not be around to defend the title. The, uh, the Wrestle Princess 2 show was on, one second, October 9th. Maki Ito didn't go back to the United States until May 18th, 2022. There was plenty of time in there to give her a full healthy run. And that's my problem once again. She when is she going to beat me, Yamasha? Now that match is being used at a prestige wrestling show to sell tickets, which is great, which is great. But it doesn't mean the same. And you're giving away that match. You're giving away your core match. No offense to Yuka Sakazaki. Actually, full offense to both of them. And Shinoku Nakajima. That is not... Those aren't your core players anymore. That's not who's most popular. Who's most popular is Mimi Yamashita and Maki Ito. And when that match is being used elsewhere, I think you, it tells you that you just haven't achieved what you could have with that match. It should feel bigger. And it just happened in Prestige. And you knew Mashita was going to win because obviously TJPW is not going to give away that win outside of their promotion. But at the same time, we are here a year later, and I can't, I can't say this enough. And I'm looking at this, and you can't tell me TJPW is better off with Makito not as champion instead of if they, if she was, because popularity would have went skyrocketed. People want to see her win. No offense to me, Watanabe, that loss doesn't hurt them as a company nearly as much as I think Maki Ito losing hurt them as a company. Okay, Okay, well, I think we're hitting about the 10-minute mark on this. So I'm
0: going to give each of you basically a statement to close on, to woo me um, in this decision. So, Ryan, give us your finishing blow.
2: You had a chance to change a trajectory like no other chance, and it's gone. With, me, what, me. with, with Mac, Maki Ito, I feel like the trajectory is just going too slowly, but I still think it's going to happen.
1: Let's go. Cool. fumbled the bag twice, okay? They fumbled the bag twice, two years in a row. They fumbled it with Maki Ito, They fumbled it with Miyu Watanabe But let's be honest, they fumbled it with Maki first. And we are sitting here a year later, and you're saying, well, her trajectory says she could win eventually. She could. But we are here a year later. And she's not even sniffing that title. That's not the story that's being told. If Yuka Sakazaki wins, you know what the story's being told is? Mizuki winning that title. Not Maki Ito. That's the story. I don't see a path right now where Maki Ito is champion within the next year. Because she only should have beaten Miyu Yamashita. And they blew it for a pillar. Same thing that happened to Miyu Watanabe. But guess what? This one happened first. This one is still felt by fans. And I think it lost TJPW a lot of eyes when it happened. Well, hopefully they can uh, buy some glasses in the future then. So that is the
0: first debate of the night. Uh, thank you guys very much. It's not for you guys. It's a day for me, but you guys outnumber me. Um, that's the first one. Very good. Very compelling. Actually, I did find myself swinging on uh, both opinions. I have my personal one, but I did actually have to put it aside. I'm going to award... first debate to scott um i feel like he was able to counterpoint the uh points made by ryan a little bit more um but it was close like personally i'm actually more gutted by miyu watanabe um but i do feel like for the purposes of this debate i do have to side with scott Um, Hmm which could, could come back to favor me because now Scott is adjudicating the next round and Ryan and I are going head to head. So Scott, <laughs> would you like to introduce what is no doubt going to be a topic that I very much regret in the future?
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: sure.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Which was the better match? <laughs> the, uh, the TJPW pool party or the stardom cosmic rules match? Goodbye, good luck. I'm happy I'm not you guys. <laughs> uh, Ryan, okay, so let's, we can just
2: yeah, we can say our start. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna side with TJPW and the pool party,
0: and I am uh, defending and uh, highlighting the Cosmic Rules match.
3: <laughs>
0: good luck. I think All from right. this, you can already we got tell, this. Scott. Um, But yeah, Ryan, do you want to give us the opening statements? Go for it.
2: Sure. Uh, There there are very few times you can say that Tokyo Joshi is better than stardom. And really, the only time you can say is in terms of the absurd, dumb comedy stuff. That is their wheelhouse. That is what they do. That's where they thrive. And that's what the pool party is. It's just a bunch of crazy moments strung together, a bunch of things you can meme. And there's just so many memeable moments. Hyper Masao pulls a gun on the, the greatest ring announcer in Japan. Yukasaki yanks out Marika uh, Kabashi's eye, eyelashes. I've never seen that in a wrestling match before. And then an inflatable pizza is used as a weapon. Again, new territory. It's wild energy all about. Um, and just what that kind of match is. They do it well. They do it the best and they did it here.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jury, I want to present this from a two-pronged stance. Uh, the first point that I want to make is this is which is a better wrestling match. And I would argue that technicality is that the moves performed during the Cosmic Rules match were more efficient. They were better performed, better executed within that ring compared to the TJPW pool party. So on the terms of a better match, I'm giving the Cosmic Rules match there. The other point I want to make in all of this, and perhaps the more poignant one, is that what TJPW Pool Party presents is more dangerous to its viewers than the Cosmic Rules match. Because I want to ask you this. How Do you know how many people suffer injuries related to running by the pool and general roughhousery mm-hmm. on the pool's edge? <laughs> it's at least five every Scott, year. Either. According to hg.org, every year approximately 155,000 155,000 injuries occur in or around swimming pools many as a result of slip and fall injuries TJPW pool party encourages the kind of rough kind of running by the poolside that's endangering the children of america and the entire world cosmic rules match did not do that so not only was cosmic rules match a better match it is a match that is not encouraging future injuries in our mm. children
1: all righty um okay so now you guys can go at it i think i think ryan has enough ammunition if he really wants to bury Trent, He can but go ahead, go ahead. bring, bring it. it
2: bring it well this is not a these these both these matches are not about wrestling let's be real it's about memories and images and just doing goofy stuff uh, we're not going to remember any of the moves that happened in either match, the actual wrestling. We're just going to remember. There was a beautiful
0: arm drag in the Cosmic Girls match.
2: <laughs> Perhaps. I don't remember. But I do remember uh, this coming. someone drop kicking someone coming down a slide. Just the craziest thing you've ever seen over and over again. And then I, I thought, am I just being a Tokyo Joshi homer by, by leaning towards this? Yes. I went to the cage match. The inmates rated the Cosmic Rules match a 3.94,
1: Generous.
2: as you might expect. The pool party match got a surprisingly high 7.79. I think people got it, they know what's going on, and they enjoyed it for what it was.
0: Cage match, which, of course, is one of the most trustworthy causes of finding uh fair and unbiased <laughs> opinions. The <laughs> amount of random ones... And- <laughs> thrown on wrestlers there is nothing short of ludicrous. And this does not hold up in the court of law, my friends. What does hold up in the court of law is the danger inherent in TJPW's uh, pool party. What's the worst thing that could have happened in the Cosmic Rules match? Is a titty pop out? Mm. An itty bitty titty? I mean, look, it's meaner, so it would have been a big bitty titty. But that's the most dangerous thing that could have happened. TJP pool no. party could encourage physical injury to no. children who don't know better. Like, no. They didn't show up a do not try this at home sign like WWE used to pjpw mm. let the kids run around let the kids crack their skulls on the wet cement floor that surrounds pools what cosmic rules did is also not only was it not encouraging that kind of violence. it actually taught people what is not right to do now unagi was wrong in taking mina shirakawa's top off i think we can all agree that's not something you should do however both mina and saki then scolded her and told her off so that people watching that match know that, okay, what Unagi did was wrong. You shouldn't replicate that. It's not nice to do. As opposed to the TJP pool party where you're encouraged to be violent by the pool, to run by the pool, and to actively um. endanger other people. I'm sorry. I, this. Okay. These may not be five-star classics, despite what some TJPW hardcore fans want to say about it on cagematch.net. Neither of these are five-star classics, so you have to look at what is more, what is better for people to be watching in the future. And I would say the Cosmic Rules match is safer and better for people to be watching because it doesn't actively encourage the kind of dangerous violence that TJPW was doing.
2: The Cosmic Rules as well, a little more salacious, going for the, the top off, as you reminded us, or Tokyo Joshi Pool Party was... Wholesome fun, family fun. I, my daughters would not be interested because they don't like wrestling. But I'd be happy to watch to let them watch it.
0: Did you see anything you shouldn't have seen in the Cosmic Rules match?
2: Well, I think you just nothing. Did.
0: Nothing got shown. <laughs> nothing was there. It was implied. The suggestion, but the nothing suggestion. was shown. And as True. I said, they were told. Unagi was told off afterwards, and they did also warn the viewers. Unlike TJPW, they mm. warned you that this might be a. It, you know, expletive match. The children under the age of 18 shouldn't be watching. They should have a blindfold on. TJPW didn't say not to repeat this kind of dangerous activities, but full sight. Stardom were more responsible in their match. It was a better match technically as despite what Cagematch.net will be saying with their hardcore fanboys.
1: <laughs> and it was a safer match for the people. Is that it? You done? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well Ryan, you had a E, I, I, I need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, play uh, this uh, game uh. a little differently. I'm gonna add what you could have said <laughs> mm-hmm. to really bury him. There was no finish in the Cosmic Rules match. Could have said that. Who won no the fi- TJPW pool match, uh, Scott? I didn't watch it. You exactly, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was like 15 finishes in that match. If I don't else, remember
1: who. Was. I didn't want to watch the Cosmic Rules match either. And the fact that did. I. I didn't want to. I just had the pay-per-view on. All right. All right. End it. End it. Over. No more going back and forth. All right. Okay. So, when I asked this question, I didn't know how you guys were going to go at it. Trent went went with the weird idea of kids shouldn't watch it because they'll fall by the pool. And Ryan went by it of the simple this is family fun. You know, there's nothing salacious going on. There's no strip teases going on. There's no Bra's being ripped off. And you know what? That's a fair argument of why the pool party is better. If I could say, I think neither should win, but I got to pick a winner. So I'm going to give it to Ryan. Okay. (laughs) Even Ryan (laughs) seems surprised there. He knows the Cosmic
3: Rules
0: party. Listen,
1: listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was so going into this. I was like, okay, the Cosmic Rules is like maybe the worst match I've ever had to watch. That being said, Trent. You almost won me over. <laughs> you almost won me over about a match that I don't want to remember. That's impressive. I bet a cold. However, Sony. however, however, Ryan came right back at you with the point of what would he show to his kids that destroyed your kids' point? He would show the pool party. You can't show the other one to kids. You can't. And I know you I'll, said, I'll call an Adam ambulance said put for the blindfold kids now. Body okay, I don't think they're going to watch you, Sakazaki running by the pool and say, oh, I can run by the pool. I don't think that... I think... Never mind. We're moving on. I'm done talking about <laughs> was, these two matches. This is a, a lot
2: of time spent on this one, yeah.
1: <laughs> An important Too topic. Uh, it was close, though. It was close, though. Okay. Good job, both of you. Good job, both of you, fighting two terrible fights. I didn't think I'd okay. be able to get up that close, so I'm happy. <laughs> and
2: and now it's Trent's chance to... Get his first time. Get his point and... and- you can do a three-way tie. Oh, don't do it's going to be That's Trent so versus Scott. Get some stardom booking going going in. A lot, a lot more serious topic. Um, I want to know who you think is the 2022 stardom MVP as we get closer to the end of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott, who are you? Who are you siding with here?
1: Well, I could be that guy. I said, "Oh, I let Trent pick first. but I'm not going to be that guy. No, no, no I'm not going to be that guy. I. I'm gonna go with Sayaka Matani here, so you could probably pr- figure out Trent's pick very quickly after that.
0: Obviously, coming off the uh, Cosmic Rules match, I have to pick a Nagi Sayaka. No, I'm going with Shuri, the World of Stardom champion. We're basically doing champ versus
2: champ. Okay. Um, anyone have a preference about starting?
1: I'll go. I'll go. I haven't okay. started yet. I haven't started yet. Trent hasn't either. True. true. <laughs> okay, <I'll see. laughs> but I'm a gracious person. I'll let you, you know have that. the world champ. I got the wonder champ. I think I gotta try to build my lead. Okay. Star. All right. All right. So the reason that Sayakamatani is the MVP of Stardom in 2022. let's just look at opponents right off the bat. Okay. Let's look at opponents. So, so Shuri has had everyone. She's had Julia, Mayu, Tam, Nanae Takahashi, other people that I can't think of at the, the top of my head. Um, but the point is, Sayakamatani has made her defense off of Unagi Sayaka. Utami, I'll give her that. But that might be her one of her weakest matches of the entire reign, which pro- will further prove my point here. Tam Nakano, maybe, maybe the starter match of the year, let alone just defense. Um Marai, I think she, you know, helped make Mirai overnight. Shuri also faced Mirai, of course. Um Trent, stop looking at me like that. I can't believe you. But my whole point is here. I'm not going to go through the entire reign. Saya Kamatani has made sure to not only elevate herself, but the title in the same reign. How do you follow up a Tam Nakano Wonder Stardom reign, one filled with story and filled with emotion and just filled with great matches? You have great matches, but you make it your own. Saya Kamatani has done everything in her power to make this title. And her reign her own by having just unbelievable, long, fought-out matches where she pulls out a new move every time and just shows growth in her own abilities every single defense. On the, I'm not going to fight Shuri right now, but Shuri didn't need to do that. Shuri came into this year as the MVP already. So for me, I think Sayaka had to do a lot to prove it, and she's done nothing but that. All right, Trent, good luck.
0: Honourable Judge Ryan, the jury of the OCS audience, I'd like to present to you that Sai Kamatani has been putting on a phenomenal year, and I can understand why my opponent has chosen her for wrestler Mm, uh, MVP of Stardom in 2022. (laughs) The fact remains that who is the top star in Stardom right now? Who is their number one champion? It is Shuri. Sai Kamatani has put on an incredible year, And I think in many ways, she's surprised and impressed a lot of people. There was a question of whether she could live up to the hype of being the secondary champion, and I would say she's done that. Shuri, on the other hand, already put forth, as my opponent uh, Scott has mentioned, she put forth Wrestler of the Year last year. And Whether it's women, men, stardom, entire world, many people put her as Wrestler of the Year. There's an expectation that comes with that, that makes living up to that particularly difficult. Where Sayaka Matani came in, with relatively lo- low expectations comparatively. If she could do a good job, fantastic, well done. And she has, and I think that has highlighted, the, especially the first few months, the praise that she was getting, where Shuri had to live up to these lofty, lofty expectations. And maybe people at first thought, oh, she isn't. But I think when you look back at the year both wrestlers have had, you will see that the, the match quality, the, you know, what they've been putting forth, is very much on par with each other. People want to say Sayers has has the best year in terms of matches, but I think if you actually break down each match, which I'll be doing later in this argument, Shuri is equal, if not better. She's doing so with much higher expectations on her, with much more pressure on her as the top champion. And she's also been required to lift up a group of new, young, up-and-coming wrestlers, make them feel important, make them feel like a big deal across the board as champion, as faction leader, and as representative of the uh, company, Shuri, been stardom's mvp of 2022
2: Mm, great start great start uh scott you got some comebacks all right i'm
1: taking the gloves off now god's eye doesn't have anything going for god's eye is as bland of a faction as stardom has had they need an identity and that starts at the top trent with shuri sure sure had incredible incredible matches from beginning to end i would too if i was facing the elite of stardom every single match beating would you? the. His, would i no probably not but uh, just <laughs> in the sense of in the sense of, the sense right of saya Kamatani. i'm i'm defending saya kamitani which bad myself. risks does she have sort of I, maybe un unagi sayaka okay Who she knows? had to lift up let me finish talking <laughs> let, Marai, she had to bring up let me finish i'm not done Trent. Never okay. done. I'm never done. That's true, right? But, oh, the other day, she has to have a match against Hameka out of nowhere, right? Shuri doesn't have to do that. Shuri gets to build matches with Julia and Mayu and Nanai Takahashi, all these legends. Sayo was going to get her shot finally against Kyrie, and it got taken away. So what did she have to do? She went out there and delivered oh. a banger with Hameka. Potentially a better match with Hameka than Shuri did. That's that's an opinion-type thing, of course. I think Kameka was carried both times, but that's just a shot at Trent, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, I think saya Kamitani has done everything she can to make that title matter. Most people will agree with me. That reign has been hot from beginning to end, unlike Shuri's, which up until recently, you didn't really think anyone was beating her. And I think that's part of the problem and why saya Kamitani has benefited so much from it. But Trent... Mm-hmm. I love Shuri, so I don't really care if you come at me now. Because- You're not committed.
0: Is- You're not committed to your stance. You want to bring up how Sayaka <laughs> had to face Mirai. Who also had to face Mirai? Shuri. In like the... Fourth match she's ever had in stardom when nobody knew who she was, as opposed to Sai Capitani, who gets a Mariah, who's hot off the Cinderella tournament victory, who's got the clap over, who's actually got people who know who that damn well she is because she's not laboring away in TG PW for a couple of years. Yes, yeah, I'm nice. firing shots, even nice. though this is all nice. stardom. Wow. Shuri That's had good. to establish her as a worthy top level contender from the very start, a month into her career. And she did a great job. Now, look, I will give that the match with, uh, Saya so Kamitani was probably a little better, but she had the advantage of months and months of build and a more confident Mariah. Then going into this uh
1: world I fight need to header, cut you off. I'm Mariah, not done, had, a, give Mar- you an Mariah had a shot in the Saya match. I think that's odd auto- like that's why these two reigns, if we're comparing them, Shuri hasn't. Been even in question of losing that title up until maybe very recently against Tamika. because Tam she's an MVP caliber. No, wrestler. no, that's not it. It's because it's just not believable. It's not believable because she's that damn good. I don't think she's an that's MVP the conversation wrestler. here. That's not that's that's somebody
2: not... else's uh, tagline. <laughs> 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 Let's go to the it. world Let's
0: climax do doubleheader. Tamika, mm. yes, fantastic match. Arguably matchy de Cabo, probably equal with a couple of Shuri's red belt matches. The next two are clearly Shuri. Shuri versus Julia. Fantastic match. Shuri versus Mayu Watani. A really good match, which Holy the biggest crap. issue is the fact that maybe people were expecting a little bit more. Sure. Had great far match off in the distance. Mayu? far off in the distance is Saika versus Watani, which was a disappointing and quite frankly, kind of boring match. Mm. Arguably the worst defense of all of these matches that we're talking about. Then you know, Shuri goes on and has a fantastic match with her maker, which I think is on par, and across from start to finish more interesting than the Sai Kamatani-Himaka match, which suffered in the first half. Then she goes on and has an absolutely banger match with Risa Serra, which completely changed what we expect from these uh, main event title matches. Sai has been having basically the same match from beginning to end. Shuri's been mixing it up, putting on fantastic matches, and changing the game. She's not wrestling the same match every time. We're getting different types of matches depending on who she's facing. And when they've gone against the same opponents, Shuri's equaled or bettered them. You're talking about Sai Kamatani having to deal with lesser opponents. There's not really that many lesser opponents. The only one you could argue is Inagi Sayaka. Everything else is pretty much on par in terms of overall talent and ability. She's facing Micah. She's facing all these other wrestlers who are very talented. Now, you can put your hand up. Micah's a great. Mario and Julia are above
1: everyone. Utami
0: Who Hai- was the red belt champion no, 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 all of no, 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 last year? Utami Shishida. The no, best no. matches are up against Itami- Kamikano, which Shuri's also had the equal matches. I disagree. It's not a massive gap in
2: talent that they've been facing. <laughs> Got shocked. What? Um, while he's recovering, Brad, do you have a, uh, a closing statement? You want to slam the door shut here?
0: Yes. Shuri has had the burden of already having put forth one of the most incredible
1: years in of being great.
0: Yes, because there's an expectation there. Everyone came into 2022 expecting Shuri to be the best wrestler in the world again. And because that expectation is so high, we don't necessarily see how good she's been. Because it's like, oh, yeah, well, Shuri put mm. on a bang of a match. Of course she did. Saya Kamatani came in and people weren't sure what to expect. She's had a fantastic year. But <clears> people <throat> going away from her matches going, wow, I didn't think she'd be that good. People are going away from Shuri matches going, well, yeah, she is that good. We knew she was that good. She has that burden she has to deal with to prove how good she is. And I think only the past couple of months are people actually taking a step back and going, wow, Shuri's reign has actually been really good. Now, the second half of her reign has been better, but I think you look back and you're realising, no, we were expecting an unfair amount from her. She's still delivered. She's been MVP. She's been doing more for the company across the board. As great as Sai Kamatani is, she's been the second most. And if you want to give her the award for being most improved, fantastic but if we're putting that argument in then you've also got to argue that my sakura has been the Stardom mvp okay
2: scott
1: closing, All right, closing I statement gave, you gave me my closing statement so thank you each and every major match last year saya kamatani was doubted every single one utami match at um all-star cinderella right doubted oh she's not going to deliver delivers a phenomenal match tam nakano after the cinderella Phenomenal match. End of the year with Tan Nakano. Oh, shocker. Phenomenal match. Yet people didn't get it through their thick skulls that Saya Kamatani is special. So what did she have to do this year with the Wonder of Stardom title around her waist? She had to not only fight Shuri, who's coming into the year as MVP but she also had to prove against opponents that, you know, people maybe looked at on paper at one point. We're like, "Eh, I don't know. Sure, Utami and Tam, that's a great one too. But is it Julian and Mayu one too? I don't think so. Yet who had the best match of that show? Oh, Sayaka Matani. That's right. Thank you, Trent, for giving me that. I appreciate that. Continuing on. Sure, Shuri, oh, she's turned it up and she's not having the same match anymore. Oh, maybe because that's what she was doing for the first half of her reign trent maybe that's why people weren't like oh this is a great rain because every match was the same oh look grappling oh look the person fights back oh look sure he wins lol moving on Saya Kamatani doesn't do that. She has these battles. She makes an emotional battle, but also a physical, real, exciting wrestling match that makes the Wonder of Star and title match so exciting. What's the most anticipated match of the year? Oh, it's not Shuri versus Julia. It's not Shuri versus Otami. It's Saya Kamatani versus Kyrie, bitch. Sit down. You've made it I'm already tough. sitting down.
2: Oh, he's, he's already there. there. Um, I'm on a chair. Wow, That's you've good. made it tough for me here. Uh, You're just so um,
1: tall, I just thought you were standing.
2: (laughs) Trent came with the... Shuri lived up to expectations, all this pressure. Definitely agree on that. Shuri's match quality has been super great. Big agree on that. Uh, He took some shots at Tokyo Joshi, so some points off. That was a bold Um,
1: strategy, Trent. (laughs) That's how confident I am in my uh, case, and
2: I can put it at risk. (laughs) Scott countered with... Kamatani has worked with some of her opponents have been lesser opponents, some of them in the same, but some of them she's elevated, she's elevated the title. She really made Marai. I hear you on all those uh points off for taking shots at Himika. So then
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're not just coming at me with that,
1: Scott. You gotta be oh, careful. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I actually better Trent's case in that one
2: too. With the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so in in the end though. I I'm going to go with Scott's argument. Sorry, Trent. Just, that was a tough
1: one. Um, this edge, this edge is, down. this is what I could say. I thought Trent had the easiest one. Cause I would have picked Sherry. by the way, but thank you. Thank you very much.
0: That's, two. I mean, the thing is I <laughs> actually think has si been wrestler of the year. So I have to kind of work again. Why him. did we fight? opposite what? What? <laughs> Because it's more fun that way.
1: Okay. Yeah it was, it was it's more fun i decided
0: already. to go ahead with the cosmic rules match
1: that was oh that's true no that's a good point no, You make a good point. that was a lot of
0: fun okay especially because i won if i lost it would have been a, it would have been the worst thing ever yeah was, so I'm, we, I'm glad i can and,
2: actually um, take it's got a 2-1 lead now yes one, so, so, hey that shouldn't um, alter
1: me in my oh, let me practice we no, Ryan. No.
2: Ryan is the winner.
0: Okay. I'm ready for this. He's just
2: ready to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> but do we have do we have three more? Yes, uh, we have three more. So oh, I've still got a
0: chance to come back. I have to do this on Scott has this Scott
2: time. has two more of the three. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're um we're gonna have to. I to could catch put up myself
0: here. out of the running with this one, um, but I'm an honorable judge. No one okay. sent through any PayPal fundings, so I'm calling Not this. Thing. this is actually one we weren't originally going to run but then when we were talking about it you guys were like oh this is actually going to be good <clears> so um <throat> even though you chose against it you've now re-chosen it. so not a lot of prep time for this one uh which should make fun the question yes, is uh them yet again
2: scott doesn't prep <laughs> <laughs> so he's clear he is an advantage here so oh, okay.
0: that's his oh, well. demo i see you're already selling the underdog story you've got here yeah so respect that right some mm-hmm. sympathy Yes. Um, so the question is who has the most promising future, Azumi or Starlight Kid? It's the question that a lot of Stardom fans have been debating for years now. Now we're going to have a definitive answer. This will be Kevin, who is the most promising. Scott, who are you going to be arguing for today? Starlight Kid.
2: So Ryan, who are you picking? I would taking Azumi. <laughs> if what yeah. if I had said Starlight Kid, but we would just both argue?
0: Both then it would have been. been who was loudest,
2: I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which I I feel like at this stage I'd be giving the award to Scott. Yeah. yeah. For that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not a question of who's loudest. It's about who's most uh, not encouraging, convincing. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, my brain's rattled having defended the Cosmic Rules match. Um, <laughs> you've both gone at least once, so Ryan hasn't spoken as yet for a bit. So Ryan, you open the board.
2: Okay. So I mean this is one where a lot of people are going to be on both sides like they're both tremendous. I just feel that where Starlight Kid is great, Azumi is generational. And part of that is the difference is presence where physica- physically and just moves and and work I think they're they're pretty similar. But Azumi feels like a bigger star already. And um, I, I, she hasn't hit her ceiling. She's just getting rolling. She's maturing physically. She's the way her mind works. You can see she's so creative offensively. She's going to invent some moves. I, I would just, I, if I'm, if I had to put money on it, that's how I, that's how I decide these things. Cause I get scared with losing money. I am going to, I, I think Azumi has the, the better chance wow. based on those things. Mm. Uh, Scott, your opening statements. Uh,
1: Trent, let me ask you a question. Who is this was... rhetorical, or do you want me to respond? <laughs> no, I want you to actually. I actually want you to respond. Who okay. was the highest-rated women's wrestler, uh, most popular wrestler oh. in Japan in the most recent poll? I don't know, Scott. Who was oh. the most popular woman? <laughs> oh, you don't know? Oh, it was. It wasn't Mayu Yutani. Shocking, I know. Great veteran, one of the greatest of all time. Wasn't Julia? Wasn't Utami Hayashishita, who was the World of Stardom champion all of last year? It wasn't Tam Nakano, very popular leader of the Cosmic Angels, and it wasn't Julia. Uh, I already said Julia. It wasn't Saya Countai. put Shuri. that point forward? Wasn't Saya? Wasn't Shuri? The two reigning champions of Stardom. It, it, it was Starlight Kid. Right at the age of twenty years old, Starlight Kid is already in the conversations and already on the shows with Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada as one of the most popular wrestlers in Japan. But you know what? This is about most promising too, right? Most promising. Who has the most promising future? Well, you guys saw that Julia versus Starlight Kid match. Was it good? Was it good? I don't know. Was it, Scott? Answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) Answer the question, Trent. Mm. Was it good? It was good. You saw the Momo versus Starlight Kid match, right? And what did Starlight Kid show in these matches? That, oh, yeah, you know what? She's a great heel, but she's an even better baby face. And when she reenters the baby face role in Stardom, she is going to be the face, the ace, the person in Stardom. She is everything they want her to be already at the age of 20 years old. She hasn't won the Wonder of Star title. She hasn't won the World of Star title. All she has right now is the artist, yet she's already more important and higher up the card majority of the time than Azumi. And if you're asking for great matches and you put them neck and neck, guess what? that's going to go back and forth all day. I'm not worried about match quality. Starlight kids going to be leading stardom into this new future as the number two promotion in Japan, because she is the one and she's already leading a faction. Sorry, Natsuko. You're not really around. You don't really count. And she's going to be leading stars because that after all, this is still what Mayu Iwatani wants. She is the one. Yes. I want to okay, take again. your gloves off
2: boys. It's uh, okay. back and forth time. Um, uh I, the- you know, that poll we're, we're discussing has Keiji Muto at number four. Yeah. <laughs> legend, <laughs> so, legend,
1: K. G. Muto, legendary wrestler, the great Muda on WCW all around the world. Legendary wrestler, continue. I don't WCW, think WCW ever hasn't existed for, so
2: for 21 years. That's, I feel like we're just, that's just... So should we attack
1: the- Hiroshi Tanahashi too? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying I, we should just, attack
2: Hiroshi Tanahashi for being old? We, we can't take this poll as gospel. Oh, do you
1: want to take all the other polls? That Starlight Kid finished ahead of everyone too. You know her-
2: which polls I like. The Ukyo
1: ones. Those ones don't
2: count. <laughs> I'm a cage mesh man, as we discussed oh, earlier. Oh, jeez. <laughs> can, can, we head back there? We're heading back to the cage. Starlight Kid, overall, eight point seven three. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. It's Azumi, eight point. Zero, just a touch better. Wow. Which is where I think she is. Wow. Uh, I do believe that Starlight Kid is 21 now. Uh, I'm not. I just turned 20. Uh, I think she did. Uh, Azumi is Come 19
0: She's doing yeah, 19 she,
2: There's more growth to happen, I think. You, you really, you're going to hit your ceiling not at 19. In your, your mid 20s, maybe. <laughs> you got to
0: hit it at 20 and a half.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a different scale for Josh. You know, we got, we got, to adjust. She has a little, she has a little bit more time in that sense. Um, and everything you're saying about Starlight Kids, how I feel about Zoom, I think she's going to be the face. So Trent's going to have to decide um, eventually. But just <clears throat> presence, creativity, all of these things, she's she's better, she's better than Starlight Kid on on those. Okay.
1: Well, I know where Trent sits here on the actual fandom side, and I know oh. he likes Azumi more. I already know that. Mm-hmm. So this was already me having to fight against that. And that's fine. I said I'd be unbiased. I know you would. And I firmly believe Starlight Kid, while I said she is the face of this company moving forward, they've already hinted at it with everything she does. She does all the press. She does all. She is the face already. They're not sending you, They're not sending Julie. They're sending Starlight Kid for a reason. and. No offense to Azumi. I love Azumi. I think she's incredible. She's a fantastic wrestler. She's been doing this forever already. She's a vet. She's got, you know, the sky's the limit. But there's no limit for Starlight Kid in terms of her popularity worldwide, where she's going as a wrestler, because much like you said, sure, Azumi has a lot to grow, but Starlight Kid does too. And there's this little game I like to play with when it comes to Starlight Kid. She has an entire whole different world when she takes the mask off because that's going to happen she's not going to be wearing the mask her entire career she's already said that before that she hopes to take it off eventually and that just creates a different ball game for her because that adds the ability to show emotions on your face which she's already phenomenal at doing with a mask on she is going to tell stories and create a incredible incredible catalog of matches and moments and memories. And guess what? We're fighting between two rivals. These two are going to main event many shows, many shows. They already have one of the best high-speed matches of all time under their belt against each other. I have no doubt that they're going to both succeed. But who's going to be the biggest star? Who's going to be the one for stardom? Who's going to be the most popular wrestler? It's Starlight Kid. If you're looking for great wrestling, a great character, a great persona, and someone that fully understands who they are already while being, oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Barely in a year old. Yeah. I, I think she'll be okay. It's Starlight Kid. She has figured out everything she needs to do to be that top superstar. That's why she already is.
2: One more area Azumi has the edge is uh, shit talking. say cage match again. Oh. <laughs> She has more memorable one-liners, anti-old people liners. Uh I don't remember as many Starlight Kids. So uh, are you saying talks.
1: Rena's better than both of them? Is that what you're saying? If that's that if that's, that's what we're judging on. No, no, no. I think that's and then Rena be might there. be better than both of them already. Just calling people an old bag? Yeah, you can do that any time. I don't need one-liners. I need superstars. Azumi can continue to do her one-liners in the mid-card when Starlight Kid's main eventing the Tokyo Dome. All right, sounds good. One question I'll just ask you guys before we do final statements. Um,
0: what would you say is the best match for each of your wrestlers? So uh, Ryan, what do you think is Azumi's best match? And Scott, what do you think is Starlight Kid's
2: best match?
0: I'm chucking this on you, kind of by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I I'm gonna hurt it?
2: myself with my answer. I think.
0: <sighs> oh no. Yes, Ron. The
2: the her best match is with Starlight Kid. But I think that's that's the same. You could argue the same. Mm-hmm. I could I argue the
1: same. I could argue the same. But Starlight Kid's best match is against Julia for the Wonder of Stardom Championship. That's Starlight's Kid's best match. You want to see the ultimate baby face match? You go watch that one. Because Starlight Kid delivered an all-time performance. And then what did she do by the end of that year? Oh, she became one of the best heels in wrestling. Crazy how you do that. So uh, thank you for asking that question, Trent, because I think it's very close. I think the Julia one's amazing. And I think the one with Azumi is amazing. But that's a wonder of stardom title match she delivered in, not a high-speed title match. Azumi can't say the same. Well,
0: I'll give you guys a chance to say one more thing each so uh, ryan give us i know we're
2: we're wearing ourselves (laughs) out here
0: (laughs) yeah so if you want to finish us strong and then scott will get a chance and then i will register my final verdict ah
2: i was trying to find (laughs) i'm hurting myself again i was trying to find their awards they've both won the best technique award (laughs) but we just we have not we have not we've not you know moved the the needle at all there um we don't know what Starlight Kid is gonna be like without the mask, right? We've seen some of her face and expressions, but I don't know, that's, a, that's an unknown. I, we know what Azumi looks like and what she can do with her expressions. So let me throw that last one in.
1: Okay, interesting. You're using taking off the mask as a disadvantage. That has never been said in the history of wrestling. Use being able to succeed with a mask is something not every wrestler can do. If you listen to the great Sami Zayn, who knows something about wearing a mask, even though he's not El Generico, he says (laughs) that you can do so much more as a professional wrestler, but you got to learn a lot, obviously, when you take that mask off. The fact that I can feel and understand Starlight Kid's emotions with that mask on tells me all I need to know about when she eventually takes it off. And listen, she doesn't need to take it off. She never does because it's part of her entire shtick that people love so much. It Every single time she has a different mask, it's part of the entrance. You know, she's, she just has this aura around her already at such a young age. I think Azumi is going to be phenomenal and they're going to be feuding for years to come. But Starlight Kid is the one for a reason. She is the one Stardom believes in the most. She is the one that is going to be at the head of this company as they storm through and become... You know, even higher than they already are. They're the number one in women's wrestling. They they have a great chance at becoming one of those top promotions in the entire world. Maybe they're already there. But what I do know is Starlight Kid, the wrestler who learned from Mayu Iwatani. By the way, just saying, you know, she learned from her. You know, who many say is the best Stardom wrestler of all time. Uh, I think Starlight Kid has a good shot at following in her footsteps and making her own footsteps along the way as just the most important future piece of the stardom roster. Um, so yeah, that's my, uh, that's my final case. And I don't have to talk for the next 20 minutes. So how about frickin'
0: Louie? Well, bang, bang goes Cactus Jack's gavel. Uh, I'm calling a close to this particular fight. Um, very interesting to hear the way you guys both went at it. I think, uh, Ryan really leaned on the wrestling aspect of Izumi where Scott went with the, I guess the presentation and the character side of Starlight Kid, my biases coming into this are already known. I prefer Izumi to Starlight Kid in saying that. I do think Ryan had the bigger hill to climb because I think most people acknowledge Starlight Kid being the, uh, probably the beacon of stardom's future um i will pull you up i think you know pointing at Starlight kid being the future of stars let's not forget hanan is there as well who's meant to be the future ace uh, but that wasn't the okay. discussion point i will have to give this particular debate to scott um, um i do wish ryan you had really hammered more on the wrestling side of things you kind of heard azumi is a little bit better um but i, I think you could have really ha- hammered drew um how she's better and what she does different. I was actually trying to give you the bit of a lap because I think Azumi's got more matches that are memorable than Starlight Kid. Um, yeah, you know, the Julie match obviously is utterly fantastic, but there are more Azumi matches I actually remember, especially this year with the high speed range she's had. But you went with Azumi versus Starlight Kid, which as fantastic as it is, <laughs> doesn't know. help the case. <laughs> um, but I, I did put you on the spot there. Yeah, um, that was a difficult one. Um, But even in that match, I think Azumi was the better performer in that one. Um, But based on the arguments put forth, and I do think it was difficult, um, Scott, I do have to give you the victory on that one. But good debating, guys. Um, It's an argument that's going to continue on, no doubt. Um, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do get a breather. You don't have to debate on the next one. Uh, Ryan has to go back to back, which (laughs) I'm hoping uh, favours me. Scott, uh-huh. uh, no. do you want to introduce the topic, which is
1: no doubt <laughs> going to <get> very personal? <laughs> oh, yeah. I went personal. Okay. So I think one, Trent needs to start this off. He hasn't talked for a while, I'll give Ryan a little break. But the question is who is better at letting fans down, Jungle Kiona or TJPW? Trent, what side are you taking here? So I. We'll be arguing that TJPW is better
0: at letting the fans
1: down. And of course, Ryan, we'll be taking Jungle Kiona. That's right. Queen of losing in the hometown. All right. And uh, I'll put your biases to one side. I, I, I literally started this show off bashing TJPW. I don't think the biases <laughs> are that in play. <laughs> Trent, without further ado, go right ahead. Look, go, Go get your first point sure thing.
0: (laughs) I I need this. I'm I'm hungry. And no better way for me to earn my uh, point than by defending Jungle Kiona. It is not Jungle Kiona who lets the fans down. It is everything surrounding her. It is TJPW that lets its fans down, whether it's its wrestlers or whether it's management and how it handles it. We have literally had an entire question at the very start which is all about which of the two most disappointing letdowns TJPW Uh. have had. We then went forward to another match, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense in terms of highlighting how good TJPW can be. They have the potential to be one of the best promotions out there, and yet it fumbles the ball at key points in how it handles and presents itself. They have Wrestle Universe backing them up and presenting them to a world of highlighting opportunities, yet they've kind of stumbled when it comes to the Western crowd. And ultimately that comes down to how they've presented and handled themselves. No no point more poignant than when talking about its up-and-coming talent. Whether it's Maki Ito not winning the the Princess Championship, whether it's uh, Mii Watanabe not winning the Princess Cup, or whether it's the entire TJPW roster that isn't its pillars not winning anything, they continue (laughs) to falter in giving them Giving the people what they want and giving them something to really hope for. Jungle Kiona is doing everything that she can. And it's not her fault if fans are disappointed by the surrounding circumstances of her career.
2: Right. Okay. Kiona's not getting her moment. It's done. Oh, she went for the she's, dagger. She's not, <laughs> she's not coming back to stardom. Like she's she's dipping in these other indies. She's doing some stuff. It's They had their chance with her. Even if she came back now, there's the. the The top of the card is too stacked. It's more stacked than it was before. If she couldn't crack the red belt level, then there's too many faces to to get past now. On the Tokyo Joshi side, you you do have all these disappointments you're talking about, but there's still hope. Maki Ito's (laughs) still wrestling regularly, right? We do have these mid-carders wrestling regularly uh, where we don't know how long the Kiona's going on. Like how much how injured she is, and you know uh, how much she wants to go. You're just going to have more time to work with, to kind of battle some of these these things we're talking about. And you know, in the past they have used disappointment as like this major storyline with like Shoko Nakajima. She couldn't she couldn't make it. She couldn't get to the top. She couldn't get to the top, and then she finally does, and it's this this magical moment. And this is what we're hoping for, for me, Watanabe, Maffei Ito and such. Uh and we still have to keep hope. There's no more hope for, for Kiyoman. The 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 window's closed.
1: Woo! That was spicy. You went for the dagger, the soul of Trent and Trent Wright right back at you. I will say before, Roger I you, before I let you both go, you know, and really go for each other, even though I think you know, Ryan already started that off pretty well. Um, I do think that fighting promotion against one wrestler is very interesting, but you know what, go ahead, let it go. Let's Scott, can I, can I request uh, some evidence brought to
0: the Uh-oh. proceedings? Yes, yes uh, of course. This is discovery. Um, what did Ryan say earlier in this Uh-oh. particular uh, conversation when we're talking about most disappointing TJPW mm. situation? Mm. Did did he say that he had much hope for either of them
1: winning and moving uh, forward? I, I believe he said he doesn't think Miwata has any shot. And, and he didn't seem that confident in Mackie. And not only that, that he thinks she might leave TJPW altogether. Now that, that is disappointing, mm.
0: in mm. my opinion. The, we just want to pull you up there saying that Jungle kiana has got no hope. You're arguing this from almost a perspective of, well, you know, she's not going back to stardom. She's not going to win championships in stardom. And even if she was to go back, she's not going to get above all these other people. I'm not looking at stardom. I'm looking to her future. And yes, she may not be wrestling for as long as the entire TJPW uh, promotion will be moving forward. But that just means TJPW has more chances to disappoint. They can <laughs> lift Suzume into a situation and then chuck her back down. They can lift Pom Harajuku and chuck her back down. They can lift a cat or whatever that... No, that's okay. That's okay. There's no. no there's uh, no way yeah.
2: she's lifting. I can take
0: ju- uh, Juria, the karate expert, and chuck her back down. Jungle Kiona has gone through the worst part of her career by having to deal with Rossi and his hate of old Nagoya-based wrestlers, and now she is free to do her thing and spread her wings. Now for the next, this is coming out at the start of September. Later on, she's going to America and she's going to be wrestling uh, for a couple of months over there. And people are so hyped. Have you seen the people on the Joshi Twitter going nuts? And not just my account, because obviously I've been going nuts on that. But there's a lot of excitement around Jungle Kiona coming back and doing her thing in America. Where's the excitement for TJPW? It's almost apprehension, isn't it? They're almost going, to, oh, okay, so Wrestle Princess 3 coming on. That's great. But how are they going to screw us over this time? Just running the pillars back again. Yeah, you know, chucking Mia Watanabe in the little opening idol singing and dancing and then probably <laughs> just wrestling some throwaway tag match that no one's going to remember because they're going to disappoint the fans. Wow. Jungle Kiona is not disappointing anyone. She's continuing to wrestle. She's continuing to live her passion. People are hyped. People are mm. excited for Jungle's future.
2: I do remember Shrent working on an article um, oh, about you... bridesmaids in wrestling. <laughs> about people who... Almost get there, but never the bride. They never get that ring. And one of his central figures was Jungle Kiona. Can, can you mm, point that's out the article
0: on wrestling.com?
2: It's not there yet. He, he can't bring himself to to admit yeah, it. You're and bringing it. Uh, accusationary <laughs> evidence
0: with no actual evidence. It's here, we can't Samyana. prove it. We can't I prove it. I object to this evidence.
2: Jungle Kiona's gimmick is losing, <laughs> and her gimmick is losing in her hometown. That's like her thing, where Tokyo Joshi does disappoint, but it does it, it, it delivers at times in, in different ways. Um, we talk about how much the chances you're taking one person versus the field. You always bet on the field, you. So maybe they don't. Maybe they don't elevate me well. Just like maybe. you
0: should bet on the field of TJPW, disappointing more.
2: <laughs> maybe they don't do Hikari no. But maybe Susan May, Maybe Endo. Maybe somebody they they just they they gotta believe in someone at some point. Yeah, Yuka Zakazaki, Zaki, <laughs> and the other pillars.
0: <laughs> that's that's all they believe in. Uh, and look, you're you bringing wow. up the Jungle Kiana's lost matches, and yes, yeah, she's lost important matches in in her hometown. Has Jungle Kiana oh, disappointed, or was Rossi O'Gawa disappointed? Was it Rossi Jungle Gawa who made the herself right to lose? Sorry, sorry. What was that, Scott? Nothing. Nothing. Was it, was it Jungle who disappointed or was it Rossi O'Gara mm. who disappointed? Jungle Keona's okay. not booking herself to lose. She's not doing the anti-Hulk Hogan. She's going out there yeah, despite no. being booked to lose <laughs> and putting on incredible matches and getting people yeah. to believe in her and want her to do well. That's not her disappointing. That's her entertaining and bringing in fans. TJPW, they're the ones booking these failures. They're mm. the ones booking this disappointment. They're the ones looking at, we could create hope and do fresh things. No.
1: Mm. Wow. Okay. Brian, do you have a final clap back? We're assuming that everybody wants
2: we're, we're, we're assuming everybody wants miyawana to win or or these mid Um, But what if you were a fan who just wants things to stay the same? Then you're not disappointed. If you're a, if you're a Yuka Sakazaki fan, you're happy for life. Um, same with Shoko, same with Yamashita. Uh, so it's just perspective on who you are and what you want. But Everybody who's a jungle fan wanted her to get these moments that she felt so close to and is just not going to get. Are
0: you disappointed with TJPW, Ron?
2: I the fifth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott, I would like you to ask me the same question surrounding jungle.
1: Trent, are you disappointed in jungle Kyoto's stardom career? That wasn't. That wasn't. The that is. That is what He's... we're talking about here, for the most part. So you answer that. You answer that, please. I'm not disappointed in Jungle Kona.
0: She has never disappointed me with her you work in the ring. With her work too. outside the ring, Rossi After Ogawa it. has disappointed me. I, I would say He made the right decision, but that was not Jungle Kona's fault. Okay. She has oh. not disappointed me at one single point. In many cases, she's done the opposite. She's come back when she shouldn't have, because she's that keen to keep entertaining mm. the fans. She has not disappointed me. TJPW has.
1: Is that your is that your closing statement? Because I think it was yes. pretty good. Thank you, Ryan. Closing statement,
2: and we'll wrap it up. Jungle Kiona's stardom career is in the past tense, and I think if you talk about any other spot that she's going, it just won't be the same. You know, it's like somebody um, somebody coming in, and you want them to win the NBA title. You want them to win, and then they move on, and then they go to the Turkish league or the Spanish league, <laughs> and they win the title there. Good, they'll be happy, but it won't, it just won't be the same. Oh, that was good. That was good.
1: <laughs> That's really good. Well, okay, I'm gonna just say this. This was the best debate by far. I am I'm actually I don't know if I'm happy I'm very happy I didn't have to be part of it, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm really upset I have to pick a side. Because here, here's here's the thing: I think Ryan had a disadvantage. He was yeah. he was going with a one wrestler who's had you know she's had her misfortunes and but like but like Trent said she didn't book that so Ryan really had to build that up but on the other side Trent just he hit it on the nail every time with TJPW oh. and it was like it was it was as good a battle as you'll hear on this debate show and one, I think I think you bought, guys, both deserve credit. I think that final line for Ryan with the Turkish League thing, really, like, because I'll, I'll admit, I was like, okay, Trent's won. You know, it's been a hell of an effort here. Ryan did his best with one wrestler, and then he hit us with that Turkish League comment. And I'm sitting here, I'm on the edge of my seat, trying to decide who deserves this the most important point, because you know this is a very respectable conversation we're having here. I don't want to, I don't want to misjudge, of course. And, you know, I got my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trent gets it. <laughs> nope, I think. Nope, you had it. <laughs> you, you know, you had me thinking really, and then you just tip off the pool party. It's just like, and and here's why I'm going with Trent. I think Trent, Trent really defended his case in that jungle didn't have control, right? TJPW is the one booking themselves in this quarter. And while I think Ryan's right, people do like when things stay the same. People do like Yuka and Miyu and Shoka winning. That's all true. But I remember when miyu Abe lost. I remember seeing Twitter at the moment it happened. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard to beat, right? People were sad about Jungle. People were disappointed in TJPW. They were disappointed in Yuka Sakazaki. Like, people turned heel on Yuka Sakazaki that night. No one liked her. She became enemy number one, and that's all at the TJPW. I think Ryan gave one of the best efforts to make a one wrestler situation fight against the promotion, but ugh, it was hard. It was a hard, it was a hard uphill battle, and I think Trent won it by defending his case and, of course, opposing the other one by saying Rossi Agawa, of course, was the one. <laughs> I, I definitely gets, think that uh, was
0: the oh, easiest sorry. one to, to debate against. Because, yes, I, when I looked at the question, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be easy. Oh, I don't see how Ryan can beat me on this. And I had my <laughs> counterpoints planned out. And is look, really? he brought it and there was stuff I would have. Yeah, it was difficult for me to defend. And I think if this had gone before the first TJPW question, I would have lost mm-hmm. a bit of my ammo. Him, yeah. he, he was able to feed him that. Maybe for it was sure. a bit unfair for me to use it, but uh, I also no, think, no, I think Wats-
2: you get bonus points for doing that bonus points for for. I have to cutting, me cutting me with my own words.
1: Also, if Miu Watanabe wins, this is a very open conversation, but of course, yeah. you did it.
2: So, no. too bad. No, I mean, I wrote a whole article about that. As we <laughs> <laughs> whole I- article,
3: whole <laughs> debate
1: <to> conversation. <laughs> the coughs are caught. <sighs>
2: A lot, fun. Thought, a lot of Ron, feelings. Good thought, Ron. That was, uh, that was yeah. great.
1: Okay. That was great, guys.
2: So we have um, topic number six. Listen, yes. I already won. I don't need to do this. He, Scott has won. <laughs> Triple points. We'll see. We can see by how many. Can uh, I win? Can I go But we know what team? we can do that's when we're breaking question. the tie between him and Chet and myself.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Trent gets the, this the when silver silver he's metal. second. Silver
2: medal. Yeah. I'm happy
1: Ryan's okay.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so I wanted you guys to put your promoter hat on if you are somehow a u.s promoter with a chance to bring in a joshi freelancer who are you bringing in uh, trent who are you taking which side are you taking no, i'm there? going
1: first i want to go okay first. okay
2: i want to go first please
1: i want to pick
0: oscar I presume you mean Benny Asuka, not yes, WWE Asuka. Asuka? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah she, uh, Asuka, free, yeah, Asuka free, yeah. of WWE is not a freelancer. So I, th- I thought that was pretty cool Yeah, well. just,
0: I, I, I figured. I just want to clarify. Oh, okay. That. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: okay.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is yeah. interesting. We don't, we, there you go.
0: This is the one we didn't actually like announce mostly ahead of time who we were picking. So um, I wasn't sure if you were jumping in first because you're going to pick my wrestler, um, but oh. you didn't. So that's okay. Um, okay. For my defense, uh, I will be choosing
2: Suzu Suzuki. Okay. Um, Scott, you want to go first on the argument?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll go first. And, you know, using Suzu Suzuki against me, I'm not going to say a bad word about Suzu Suzuki. You know how much I love her. You know how great she is. I'm not going to fight that. But I'm going to back up Asuka, Asuka Venny here, because there's no one like Asuka Veni. No one. No one in the world any is a once-in-a-lifetime wrestler. She has transcended being a freelancer to become one of the most exciting, most popular Joshi wrestlers in the world. She's never signed with a company. She's rarely the top champion in a company. She's been top champion, you know, Beyond the Sea champion, uh, Regina Waves champion, but not for long periods of time. Not long periods of time at all. And what she's done, anytime that she gets a shot, she shines. TJPW, she shines. She made Yuki, Yuki Kamafuku seem, you know, decent. She went to DDT. She shines. Whether it be with Mao or wrestling against Saki Kai or wrestling against Jun Akiyama at Wrestle Peter Pan. And now we'll talk about bringing her here to the United States to book her in an indie promotion. She's instantly the biggest star. You saw a lot of sadness the other day when she had to pull out of the Garden State show. So, a lot of sadness because, oh, you know, Jungle Kiona's on that show. But Asuka Venny, that is the one, that is the person I want to see. That is the wrestler I want to see because what she does, no one else does. Uber athleticism, you know, fantastic wrestler, great matches, and the personality that is unmatched. She is as transcendent and as as special as any wrestler I could bring up in this conversation for Joshi Freelance. so that is my that's my opening case and I can't wait to hear Trent's because like I said I love Susu Suzuki and I'm a
0: massive fan of Asuka when I was trying to decide who I was going to pick in this my shortlist consisted of about three or four names and Asuka Venny was like one of the last names I struck off because she everything you've said is absolutely right Fantastic talent. She's come to America and people have been really excited to see her. And that's kind of part of what forms my argument. Askerslash mm-hmm. slash Benny has come to America and obviously she's succeeded. She's gotten popularity. She dealt with some horrible situations, but it hasn't taken away the shine of her coming to America by any stretch of the imagination. Suzu Suzuki has never wrestled in America. There's that element of the unknown with her and what you're going to get with her because she is only 19 years old. She's coming through the system. She's currently working pretty much anywhere she can, whether it's in prominence, whether it's in Wave, whether it's on Seedling, whether it's in Stardom, where she's killing it in what five-star matches she's had so far. When you're looking at the potential and looking at what you can do, I think Suzu Suzuki is one of those, just like Asuka, transcendent talent, but I'm honestly more excited to see what her future holds and what she can do and what she can do now. Is already changing the game. People are already talking about her as so a futuration, Josie. I believe there was a certain Scott Edwards who mentioned stardom need to sign her straight away because he recognizes how good her talent
1: that is. That was ruin your conversation, but yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But it, that's man. the thing. Any company would love to have Suzu Suzuki, whether they're Japanese, whether they're American. Over the UK. If you can get one Suzuki match, you should be jumping at the opportunity to do it because whenever she comes to America, and we know she's going to make it to America, she's going to be one of those wrestlers people really want to see. And the American promoters are going to see that. They're going to see what kind of future and potential they have to put on one of a name that's going to go down in the history books, I truly believe, as one of the best Joshi wrestlers of all time. Whether you're going to run a hardcore match in GCW, whether you're going to run a, a normal match in Garden State, whether you're going to book her in DPW or wherever it's going to be, you're going to get one of the most special talents in wrestling. And I think Suzu Suzuki is someone that if I was booking, she's the first name I'll look at and go, I need to get her on board. I need to capitalise on what Stardom's doing, what Prominence is doing, and really highlight the true future of Joshi. Mm.
2: Got you
1: got some Yeah, all yeah. So back this with this is this is the time we go back and forth, of course. And I, I want to ask Trent a question. In her busy schedule, when do you when do you want to get Suzu Suzuki over?
0: Yeah, as soon as, as I can.
1: can. Okay. Soon as you can. Oh, okay. So here's the here's my comeback. Asuka Venny is someone that's very busy. She's wrestling on the Wrestle Universe promotions, DDT and TJPW. Sure. But she doesn't have that stardom eye for people, yet she might be maybe just as famous as any Joshi wrestler there is right now. Sure, she was in that AEW Women's Tournament thing that I forget the name of to be exact. It was the Eliminator Tournament for the title, uh, and, and she dazzled in that. She left people wanting more of Oscar Vinny. And of course, that wasn't possible at the time because of the restrictions. As soon as restrictions were open, she became the first name to start coming over. So I already have on my hand other indie promoters joining me and saying, this is who we want on our shows. This is who we want coming over. Susan Suzuki's going to have her time. But Suzu Suzuki's trying to decide what she wants to do as a wrestler still. And I want someone that knows who they are fully. Susan Suzuki's trying to pick death matches and stardom and wave. And you know what? She doesn't have to pick right now. You know why? Because she's 19 years old. I am trying to bring over superstars who can bring people and put them into my seats. Suzuki's probably going to do that for some promotions because people do know her. But Asuka is going to do that for a lot of people every time she brings over. And I'm trying to sell those tickets, man. I'm trying to sell those tickets. Oscar Vinny, again, once in a lifetime type wrestler. And yes, I know I'm fighting. It's a prodigy wrestler here. So it's a fun conversation to have. But when you see Oscar Vinny do what she does, whether it's moonsault off a like structure in like the, it was like, I don't even know it was outside. It was ridiculous. It was really cool. <laughs> Right, Like she, when she does that moonsault. She can do crazy stuff like that. You want a death match? Okay, I'll present you this crazy parkour type shit. Or I'll come right back at you. You want a match of the year contender? Okay, her versus Chihiro Ashimoto. Easy done. Boom. See you later. Have that one. She can do everything. She can do intergender matches. She can make whoever she's wrestling with, whether it be teaming with or wrestling against someone better. And if I'm having to put her against someone on the indie circuit, because let's be honest, it's probably what we have to do here. I want someone to raise up that wrestler and bring him to the best match. I know Suzu Suzuki's great. I don't know if she could do that with, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I can't name an indie wrestler here. I'm not going to lie to you. Sandra Moon, I think that's who uh, Jungle Keona's wrestling. Maybe that's her name. I don't know. I could be <laughs> wrong. Could be wrong.
0: But, how did Suzu how did go with uh, my Sakurai on the New Blood show? Um, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think i remember you saying that, that was like a... my best match at the time was
1: it no oh, that's is that an accomplishment like are you are i mean we've seen what my sakura been putting help? out at that time and then Susan okay and i said yuki kamafuku is terrible like we can go back
0: and forth here it's the same conversation so so are you saying we shouldn't trust what you say then scott
1: no, you should absolutely trust what I'm saying. Because <laughs> if you're can, saying if you're trust. saying my Sakurai, I'm talking about indie wrestlers that don't have the same training as Joshi wrestlers. How was my Sakurai at that time? Obviously, she's doing well now, but how? Probably was she at the time? bad. Listen, she's been she's got a lot better.
0: So I don't. Remember. She has. She probably ever bad. since
1: she wrestled Suzu Suzuki. Ever since she joined DDM, but sure, go ahead.
0: That was the, that was the match that made people go, "Oh, okay, my Sakurai can have a good match." And then she's gone on and had a whole bunch of good matches. So if you want to bring in your subpar independent talent in America. Well, that's what you... we're booking here, Trent. Yeah, that's yeah, what we're mm-hmm. yeah, So mm-hmm. we know that you can bring in talent that maybe hasn't shown yet. And you can put them against Suzu Suzuki. And Suzu Suzuki can have a fantastic match with them. Can have a match, a personal best match for those wrestlers. She can do that. Yes, Asuka can do it as well, but I'm it's sure not a case Asuka of Asuka's that. the only one who can drag the good matches out. Suzu can have fantastic matches with wrestlers who are maybe not at that level, and she can wrestle up to people who are just as good. She can have intergender matches as well. She's fought Chris Brooks in death matches. So the same thing with Oscar and Venny there. The difference I think we're looking at is people are so excited for Saddam right now, and they're getting their first sign of Suzu Suzuki. And they're go- not just us, everyone who sees Suzu for the first time is going, wow, what have I been missing with her? if you're an American promoter, you have the chance to be the very first person to bring Suzu Suzuki into America. Asuka's come to America. She's booked to come to America. We've already had that. You get the very first match for Suzu Suzuki in America and you can do whatever you want. You can give her any kind of match you want. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're building Mm -hmm. off of that stardom, success and popularity. You're getting
1: someone just as they're really reaching to that pinnacle. Mm -hmm.
0: Who knows Mm -hmm. what kind of opportunity you have there.
1: Yeah, and um, where, do you have proof that people in America are dying to see Suzuki? Do you? Besides Twitter, do you? I mean, Twitter is a pretty good chance for me considering. Oh, okay. Done. Interesting. Don't you go have, out like, on the
0: American straight. Do you
1: have team. attendance for me? Do you have attendance numbers that she you know, showed up for or anything? Or mm. you eyeballs, we looking or, at the uh, or YouTube Kirk and views, Hall matches that she was on? That she might oh, have entered a Kirk and oh, Hall? Kirk and Hall for stardom. Okay. Now give me those prominent attendance numbers, please. I don't have them on hand. Yeah, because you don't want to, because they're not that great. Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> now let's look at Nomads. Asuka, big part of Nomads, one of the key parts. Sure. Oh, she yeah, she was amazing show. in that second nomad
0: show.
1: Oh, she missed that one because she came over to America, Trent! God! <laughs> Because people wanted to see Asuka, Benny here in America. People want to see both of these wrestlers. That's just the truth. Like, we are fighting for two great things here. Guess uh-huh. what? I'd love to see both of them. That's, that's the fun of this for me. I want to see both of them. But I'm trying, to make, I'm trying to sell tickets. I'm trying to get someone that's going to bring something that no one else can bring. No one is Asuka, Benny. No one. She is a once-in-a-lifetime person who dazzles in the ring who has the charisma is ex- she just has everything you want in someone to be your major part of a show and that's why i would prefer her to book over suzu suzuki and yes you bring suzu suzuki over for one of those death matches tournaments she's probably going to do great like you reading has. to ask but hmm, interesting if you're gonna book a wrestler who's going to come to the united states to be in a death match tournament Oh right, Rini Yamashita already the person that's being brought over because she has that name notoriety from GCW. She's gonna be the one brought over, not Suzu Suzuki for death matches. Suzu Suzuki's a busy person. She's doing the Stardom. Yes, being in Stardom is great. That's huge. But you know why? Why? Why is she busy? Oh, people because people want to book her and have her in yeah, matches yeah, for their yeah, promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask ask if any is busy because you know she has a lot of connections. Okay, she has the connection to Hana Kimura. Oh. Who's the main event did the two Monteney shows, two of the best shows of all time. Hmm, that wasn't Suzu Suzuki. That's right. So, that so was... we're, we're
0: hitting on Suzu Suzuki because she didn't have a personal connection to Hanukumura?
1: Hmm. No, we're hitting on Oscar Veni being the main event and being trusted to be in those matches. Listen, though, those two shows are special and she showed the special ability. This isn't hurting Suzu Suzuki. This is only helping Asuka Venny. And she delivered two great matches in those shows. I think this conversation, I'll end it here for myself and then try to finish it up. Asuka Venny, as I've said time and time again throughout this conversation, is a once-in-a-lifetime wrestler. She does things that, yes, sure, people could do a moonsault. But can they do what she does in terms of being physical, being charismatic, being athletic? I don't think anyone can do that. Add in the fact that, yes, she is transgender. And that opens more eyes for people. And she is someone that people can look up to in that respect. I think she does things and is someone that you want to bring over and that you want to use as a key part of these shows. Because she is special in every single way. Suzuki special, too. She's a prodigy but she's 19 years old. She doesn't she doesn't need to come over yet. She hasn't shown that she wants to come over yet. She hasn't said it in any interview. She seems very determined of doing what she's doing right now. I want someone that wants to be here for sure that wants to deliver here for sure. That's Oscar Vetti. All right, I'm done talking. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: if you have the opportunity to bring Ask of Any over to America, you should absolutely take it. Because as you've said, she's a transcendent talent, once in a lifetime, incredibly impactful. And yes, she's been brought over before and she's booked to come. I'm pretty sure she's booked to come over again. That's kind of the issue, though, because it's no longer the fresh and exciting thing to bring her over. She's already come to America. She's already performing in America. She's already had that opportunity. You get to be the very first person to bring Suzu Suzuki over. The prodigy, someone who's appearing on start of main event matches, who despite the fact she's not signed there, is getting massive opportunities and being pushed and treated like an absolute big deal. Everywhere she goes, she's treated an absolute big deal. And you get to be the very first promotion that brings her over. Now, you and say you don't know who she record. wants to be.
1: Hmm? What's her five-star record?
0: Well, it depends on when this goes out. Um,
1: yeah, we can okay. talk about it Hizuki being undefeated.
0: She might not be undefeated by the end of the uh, tournament. Yeah,
1: there's undefeated. a story being told. Defeated, but only defeated. Mm. Well, okay. booking strong. That's interesting. Continue. Who, who won the uh, Catch the Wave tournament? You just said in Stardom, Trent. You can't switch waves here. Who, who <laughs> was it. the most yeah, catching multiple, <laughs> uh, catch multiple waves? Yeah, you're not. You're not allowed to
0: get bonus points for puns. Um, who was I... the one that was got the most you're excitement sure. when they announced they were going to be in Stardom?
1: Um, well, asking okay. everyone—that's its... a little unfair, but okay. Why, why uh, is that unfair?
0: Because she's an exciting young talent that you want to see. You want to get every opportunity you can see. And Suzu Suzuki is that person. You bring her to America, you get to be the very first person.
1: Put her in hardcore match.
0: Put in a normal match. Any kind of match. The 19-year-old prodigy. Everyone's going to be wanting to say, "I got to see her live." That is Suzu Suzuki. That's potentially
2: problematic. You guys are both correct. So we're just to decide who is more correct. I agree correct. Yeah, um, I hated
1: arguing against us. I having mm. a fight against Susan Suzuki was. Dumb. I, no. Who's, I didn't sign up.
2: Um. <laughs> so Scott's like strongest points to me were her, Asuka's uniqueness. You, you went into that very well. There's like a lot of, she's just special. um, And she's managed to build up this popularity without being attached to a major promotion just by as a freelancer gotten this buzz that's that says a lot i'm, I'm with you there um on Trent's side it's a really good point that it'd be the first time ever you bring in it's like a special thing you're bringing suzu for the if you were able to do that that's amazing um then you could go hardcore Could go kind of goofier with the with her you know that kind of style um, there's plenty it just all so much buzz with her that's why stardom wants her so much you don't want to cop out and just make it a tie uh <laughs> so i am going to award it to scott once more I think that's... Uh, uh, um,
3: uh, uh, right.
0: that's he Un- oh, I'm glad this is not a video uh, production.
1: O, we'll have to describe as a, it. As a professional... Oh, yeah, yeah. Trent won trivia. Who cares? Guess who went 4-0 <laughs> in debate? I did. Did I Did I prepare? Do I have notes? Hmm. Hmm. This is a phone. This has nothing on it. This is a can. i got nothing <laughs> on it. Uh, this is a watch. Here's my watch. That, huh? yeah, pretty cool.
0: Um yeah I have nothing but This yeah. is wonderful audio content Scott but you're holding yeah. up a bunch of things no one Well can you, say.
1: Can, you can you could see it and you,
2: you can you also can describe see them it, or mention The them.
1: championship belt because uh, holding up a WWE I, championship I, It's a, a bit odd. It's a bit
2: odd. And,
1: well you know you know I should be just I, if I had the world if I had well I'm not I actually went undefeated thank you and I appreciate Ryan you voting for me you could have broken the tie but you went with the truthful way because I mm. won and you know what? I appreciate you guys, you know, showing up. I appreciate you showing up. I know it would take a lot. Yes, he could have broken if the I knew himself this is what was going to happen. <laughs> you guys didn't have to come <laughs> in when you did because that's the recording of the podcast. <laughs> but you know what? In a very open way, I didn't think I was going to win any of mine. So,
0: <laughs> so there you I'm go. happy
1: that I walked out with four. I'm happy I, I, I wasn't you. confident in that
0: last one. I'll be honest. Though. Oh, okay. And you said, yeah. Ask like, oh, I'll
1: go, Susan, i am like. Phew.
2: Ooh. Yeah. yeah
0: I mean, that's the hard art hard. of it.
2: Like you, you know, you don't necessarily believe that's the side, but you have to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that one school district did a, did a debate and they did pros and cons of slavery. Um, oh, yeah. I would they got in trouble because <laughs> don't, go, don't go there. But <laughs> imagine having to, to take that side we had a much different situation it was just awesome wrestler versus awesome wrestler or like just great situation versus great it's like you're, you're we're all, all we're all right we all we're won all we're all winners here i don't we're know the
0: cosmic rules match i think that's about on pa
1: yeah that's pretty bad he, he did have to do that that was pretty bad um but i i think i think you did guys well. for being good sports because i think my questions personally were very you know they were a little hurtful.
3: <laughs> yeah, you were setting us up for
1: time. But but I think you guys had the best debate overall. I think you guys had the best conversation in terms of discussing two sides because obviously they're not easy sides to talk about Jungle Kiona and TJPW. Mm-hmm. But you bring you gave points that were really, really good. And I'm happy that I could split the vote between you two. I didn't uh because ultimately I am the reason you guys have points. Just saying. So, oh,
2: okay. okay. Oh, aren't you Interesting. A gracious king? <laughs> Interesting. Let me ask you, you guess, this: the Scott. points.
1: As this is kind of the tri- them this them is because of the trivia comments.
2: <laughs> at the end, right? We ha- we had yeah. a question on the, the table that didn't. I just want to know what you would have, what you would have chosen, mm. the promotion to watch in twenty twenty three that's not started. Where were you? Where were you thinking? I don't have to argue well, I mean, I'm just that curious. was for the
0: you, you and Scott. Oh, was not meant right. to be.
1: Um, um, so I one. know what you were picking. And half the reason I didn't want to answer it is because I didn't know who to pick. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's a tough one. It is a tough one because obviously I think watchability, as we've talked about in the past, is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And picking like, Sendai, which really airs live is difficult and i don't know what their future holds and picking pro wrestling wave is difficult as it is because mm-hmm. you're not going to go consistent, study yeah. to watch it mm-hmm. right so truthfully if we had to pick it and you were picking ice room i was gonna have to fight for tjpw and i did not want to do that at all so i'm happy yeah. we did it because it let me be undefeated instead of giving Ryan a win, because that absolutely would have happened. Um, that's, why to, that's why Did I wanted this. That's why I wanted to know. switch to the Starlight. Because <laughs> truthfully, I would have picked Ice Ribbon. That's the one I liked, but you picked it first, so you mm-hmm, know we mm-hmm. respect each other here. Um, and I would have picked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we respect each other now. The that victory you lap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, man.
0: excellent. Yeah. I probably would have well, argued Gato move because I'm a Homer and it's well, you want to talk about accessibility no, uh my
1: yeah, home my home the judge my homer or promotion that's not stardom for joshi would probably be i don't even have one nomads maybe but like that doesn't even count that's not even a promotion yeah. so i can't even pick them i would have accepted it it would have been hard because i don't even know when their next show is <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that is that is one uh,
0: no. counterpoint for yeah. sure Yeah, so that one, that was a question that we had that we didn't go ahead with. Uh, Another one was best comedy wrestler or best Joshi comedy wrestler. Uh, I was
1: very Um, excited for that one. I was hoping Trent picked Indagi and Ryan picked Hyper Masao. (laughs) We'll
2: have
0: to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've done uh, two What a Counterpoint articles. Please go check that out on wrestling.com. I'm sure this won't be the last uh, Counterpoint debate series we have on air because if there's anything we love, it's... uh, Progressively getting louder as we defend our points. Uh, <laughs> bigger, um, we're proving it in the past, and I think we're proving it again as well uh, today. Was oh, surprisingly respectful. I don't think anyone punched below the belt today. Um,
2: yeah, you know, threatened a little pretty bit. Pretty close jungle, in that jungle. But nothing the below the belt. <laughs> it was on, uh, the, on the belt itself. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. On the belt, but that's sometimes I think it's legal to hit the belt, isn't it? I don't know. I don't watch boxing.
1: Um, you're it's asking, not our forte. Asking, okay, no, asking. no. This, this no, is I not. Watch, the, uh, I watched Joshi,
0: Ocean Punching Show. Correct. <laughs> the we did slap. It. We nailed yeah, it. So we, we've done the 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 debate series. We're still friends, from what I can tell. Scott will be I'm bragging about, about this, everyone. no doubt. Um, thank you, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, please let us know what uh, sides you would have gone with, whether it's just in general or who huh. you think had the better argument. Question answered. Maybe you can defend me and give me some more points that I rightfully deserve to have. Um, and also, if you want to see this again, send in some more questions. Uh, we'll defend them with vigor, even if we don't fully believe them sometimes. Uh, and please don't come at me for uh, defending the Cosmic Rules match. That was can done I, out of, done for the sake of content.
1: I, um, I have a few final words to say. None of them are rude or anything. Um <laughs> I can't believe I won the Saya Kamatani conversation. I can. I I thought I lost it before I even started. Mm. So that's cool um, because I didn't even believe it. Like like me and Trent admitted, we were both on separate <laughs> the opposite. Side, but, so that was really fun. Um, I think the TJPW conversation was a lot of fun. I thought Ryan convinced me, especially with it being most recent. But that Makita thing, you know, it hit personal. So I'm happy I won that one. Um, I again think you guys had the best back and forth about juggle and TJPW. I think that was just, I if I could have gave you both points, I would have. I can't, but I would have okay. because I thought it was that good. Thought it was that good. Um, the cosmic rules and TJPW pool match. If we could scrape that from the episode, I would personally. <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing. You That's guys my did. only
2: points. Scott, <laughs> my only points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's we'll it.
0: It. Ryan finally gets his point. No, 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 we're getting rid of that. That's uh, um, that's
1: the Patreon exclusive bonus content. <laughs> oh, and I think my funny. best fight personally was the Starlight Kid fight, so I feel good about okay. that one. That was a yeah, good, fight. That, that was good fight,
2: that was rough. That was
1: rough. Any final <sighs> points for you? Ryan? Fred really broke you in that one, to be fair. He was like, What's their what's their best match? and he said, No, answer know. Starlight Kid, Ryan.
2: <laughs> I, it's I so, I, so I I just hard when you're like watching
1: her versus him in the I'm praying that was yeah, an absolute timing, it's bad. But it wasn't the best good. match. You asked for the best match. You didn't ask for how many more bangers does they? Assume? You didn't do that. But what would have given him for... a chance to say this and this and this because yeah, I do think it's too honest. the better in race. He's too honest. He's too honest. Sometimes oh. in debates, you just got to be a jerk. And I have nailed that clearly. Congratulations, oh.
0: Scott. You are officially <clears> the, <throat> the biggest jerk on the
1: Ocean Cyclone. I'm Shut also it. the biggest winner,
0: so it's okay.
2: You did it. We did it. I'll add
0: in some cheese in post-production for you. <sighs>